0: There was a moment that I cried out, and I remember it. I didn't even know who I was anymore. It didn't make sense, you know, that I was still here. And I was like, what do I do now? Hi, I'm Cher Stevenson, and welcome to This Beautiful Ugly. This podcast was created for those that have experienced grief. And today's episode being the first one, we'll introduce our host, Dr. Deb Harrell and myself, Cher Stevenson, along with Diana Rice, and we'll unpack with raw, honest conversation why this podcast is so necessary and needed to help those through their grief journey. Thank you for joining us today. Enjoy this episode. So hi, my name again is Sharon Stevenson, and a little background on me, I live in South Florida, and I have three sons who are 26, 25, and 22. I have served alongside nonprofits since 2010 in the sex trafficking prevention area. And in 2019, my husband and I founded Bud and Bloom, a nonprofit partnering with other groups, specifically at-risk teens, to provide pathways that create healthy, sustainable lives. And during the pandemic, we offered trauma counseling to teen girls and started a grief support group. And that was August of 2020. Just four months later, in December 2020, I lost my husband, my best friend and partner of 29 years to cancer, and the father of my sons, and he was their coach. See, we had dreams and goals. There was a moment that I cried out, and I remember it. I didn't even know who I was anymore. It didn't make sense, you know, that I was still here. And I was like, what do I do now? I thought, I cannot be the only one that is going through this. That's where this podcast was created. It was created right then at that moment in my mind that this would be a space that would be a community where we could find meaning and rediscover who we are, a community that's important for healing. I want to introduce you to two of my dear friends that you will hear regularly on the show, and they both are professionals in their fields, Um, my co-host, Dr. Deb and Diana Rice. I want to welcome my friend and co-host, Dr. Deb Harrell, probably one of my favorite people in the whole wide world. When we first met, we knew instantly that we were going to be lifetime friends. We didn't understand how or when. Um, I think that's over 15 years now. I look to her for guidance in health, holistic health along the way with a balanced, her balanced wisdom. And um, she certainly has journeyed with me through some of life's most difficult times for sure. So welcome, Deb.
1: Thank you, Sharon. I'm honored to co-host this podcast with you. And you're one of my favorite people too. Like Sharon said, from the moment we met, we were instantly bonded. You know, it's interesting when you meet people, and you have that instant connection. You know, that's the way it was with us. I really never guessed that we'd be co-hosting a podcast together one day, especially on grief. But here we are. I'm excited about it. You know, we live separately. I live up in Jacksonville, Florida. Sharon lives in South Florida. And we don't, unfortunately, get to see each other that much in person. But yet, despite the distance that separates us in miles, we are we're still just have a close relationship. And every time we get together, it's like we never were apart. So I'm really grateful for that. Just to share a little bit about myself, I, most importantly, am a a wife, a mom, a grandmom. And together, Tim and I have five beautiful children and 12 grandchildren. I love, love, love being a grandmother. I am the founder of Heart and Soul Health Services. I am a naturopathic doctor, an ex-accountant. I'm happy to say ex-accountant. I am a new author. I just released a book called Heal Your Path to Thriving. Unfortunately, I had to deal with grief at a very young age, at the age of 11. I had somewhat happy-go-lucky child. I remember praying at night, you know, just every night I would pray God would protect my family. And when my brother suddenly got killed in a car accident when I was 11, he was 18, it rocked my world. Because why did God not answer my prayers? You know, I'm one of seven children, by the way. You know, my parents did the best they can, but they were in their own, you know, just incredible amount of pain. And so I feel like, you know, when I was a kid, I really wasn't taught how to grieve. A lot of it was about stuffing your emotions. And as a youngster, I had nosebleeds. I can remember that by the time my my brother died, that those nosebleeds had gotten better. But I started having them again. And I think what it was, was it was just the grief trying to come out some way because I really didn't know what to do with these feelings I had at such a young age. I've also lost a lot of other people in my life, both my parents. I lost my father first in 1989, and then I lost my mother in 2011. She was 90 years old. And at that point was my real uh, kind of reckoning moment because all of a sudden I realized I'm no no longer anybody's child. And that was a really hard thing to deal with for me anyway. I've learned a lot through grief. I've lost several really good friends. I've lost uh, last year alone. You know, I lost one of my best friends to cancer. I've uh, lost my sister-in-law just in December at the young age of 62 to cancer. You know, grief has visited my doorstep more than I want to think about. I've also had the honor and privilege of walking with people who have lost loved ones, especially children. And God has taught me so much through that. It's a really hard thing to walk with a mother who's lost a child because I think there's no greater loss personally that I can imagine in life. Certainly losing your husband like Sharon did has got to be really horrible as well. But you're never supposed to outlive your children. And so as I walked with these women, especially one of them, who's not mm-hmm. only lost one of her children, she's lost two of her children in car accidents. My beautiful friend, Ramona, God taught me so much through that. You know, I can remember crying one day after, after being with her and just saying, why do I have so many moms in my life who have lost children? It's so painful walking this with them and seeing their pain. And God spoke to me so clearly and said, so that you would know When your brother died and your parents couldn't give you what you needed, it wasn't about you. So you could see the intense pain that comes with the loss of a child. And so I think, you know, what happens is, you know, we can learn so much through a lot of times when we're on the mountaintop, we don't really learn a lot. But it's when we're in those valleys that we learn so much. And so God's taught me so much through grief. And I've really been transformed through grief. I am one of these people that loves deeply. And so I grieve deeply. I mean, probably, you know, everybody grieves differently. I've seen that with my husband who lost his mother and his sister last year. He just grieves totally differently than me. I, you know, I can remember a day after my mom died where I literally cried six hours straight. And oftentimes we grieve, we're not just grieving the loss of that person, but we also grieve the loss of the dream that we had of that person or with that person, like Sharon mentioned. And so there's a lot of facets of grief. So how how did it come that I co-hosted this podcast? Because like I said, I would have never thought that when Sharon and I met that this is what we would be doing together one day. But she had stopped up through uh, Jacksonville on her way back from North Carolina a couple times in the last months. And we got a lot of uh, time to have some heart-to-heart conversations. And I had shared some stuff with her when she told me about this podcast I thought that is a great thing for you to do. You know, I had shared with her some stuff that I'd shared in my my new book, Heal, because you know, my book is all about holistic healing. And so that's body, soul, and spirit. And so I kind of shared, you know, just providing the ministry of presence and how being alongside people in their grief, how it, it provides such a healing balm to people. And some other things that I shared with her that we'll get into at a later date. So when she asked me to co-host it, you know, Even though it was never on my radar, I instantly knew that this is something that I needed to do. Because I teach people how to be healthy, body, soul, and spirit, I also bring to the table my experience as a naturopathic doctor, helping people to heal through using the concept of food as medicine. And what happens with people when they grieve is they often neglect self-care. And it's really an important thing to not neglect ever to always put your own oxygen mask on first. And so I hope to bring tips and resources for people to be able to still take care of themselves while they are in the process of grieving so that they have a better outcome overall. Because when you don't feel well physically, I mean, you're already emotionally a wreck. And if you're not also feeling well physically because you're not getting the right nutrition or taking care of yourself and hydrating and all those things, it's going to make your experience a little more difficult to deal with. So I, I plan to bring you know, some really uh, tips with that on, on really making self-care a priority and understanding the importance of supporting your body and during the stress of grief, because grief is a great stress. We often just don't have the energy to do things that are good for us. But by, taking, by doing just a few simple things, you can actually have better energy. So that's really me. And um, with that, I'm just going to turn it back to Sharon.
0: I mean, Deb, you, you unpacked, um, some, quite a few things that I know that we're going to dive into further on. And I just remembered, you know, as we were having those conversations when I was up there at your house and it excited me that you were already in the groove of, um, getting educated about podcasting and reading podcasting book it was it was kind of ironic and then when you shared with me your new book which i bought right away when i was there you know i want to interview you about this ministry of presence because i really think that it is a gift for someone to have that ministry of presence of all the things that you've gone through and you certainly provided that for me while i was up there like you let me unpack all kinds of conversations and feeling safe and and you were really present you weren't fixing me you were just allowing me to live that day and that was beautiful and i'm excited about us uh, sharing more about that and then it made me think about introducing here diana which is a great segue because you 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 touched on the soul care and i know dr deb you know a lot about soul care but This sister of mine that I'm about to introduce, Diana, has taught me how to care for my soul well in this last year of grief. And it has been these life-saving tools that have saved me from really killing myself. And that's just the dark truth that I've been down some deep, dark basement moments where I did not want to see the sun shine ever again. So Diana would help me with that care for myself. You know, someone, I say Diana's like this, someone that's got your back all the time. And then she's someone that will give you a swift kick in the butt too at the same time. She's that kind of a friend that everybody needs. And that would really describe my soul sister, uh, Diana Rice. Welcome, Diana.
2: Wow. Uh, well, thank you. Hi, everybody. Um it is an honor and a privilege to be able to be on a podcast about healing and, um, and being together in community. Most of my clients are from all walks of life. I encourage them to find their way. I do, do not force anything on them because, to be honest, each one of us have our um, connection with the creator of the universe. I am um, a mother of four, a grandmother of five. Um, I have a wonderful husband who supports me in all my trauma that I've gone through, along with grief and happiness and, you know, the world that we live in um, with all the emotions God created in us. So let's see. I grew up in New York City from an immigrant mother, and um, I had a lot of trauma and grief growing up. I remember my first grief experience was when I was eight years old. I had a best friend named Monica. You know, she started getting bald. They didn't want to tell us much. And then she disappeared. And then I wasn't allowed to go to her funeral because they thought I was too young. So I didn't understand that. So let's fast forward. I come to Broward County, Florida, um, grew up here, went to Crystal Lake Middle School. And that's another time as a young person going through grief. Uh, My friend Alex swam across um, Crystal Lake the lake and he drowned. And at that point at seventh grade, I was a peer counselor and I'll never forget the teacher going, all right, Diana, everything you're learning in peer counseling is now ne- you're needing to be tough so you can help your peers. But I'm a big, highly sensitive person. So I'm like taking it so seriously and I'm grieving and I didn't even know what grief was like. So grief was happening and and no one ever talks about it or in, in my circle, like it's just in my community and my tribe, the people I grew up around, it's just like toughen up. You got to toughen up. You can't feel those feels. Um, and then in 10th grade, I had a friend shoot another friend by accident um, in the head. And so that was, and I was a peer counseling at high school too, at Deerfield Beach High School. And, um, you know, that teacher was like, everything you learn, let's help the others. And I'm like, okay, so I'm grieving and I'm helping others, but I still did not know what that was. Grief. Like, you know, I mean, I know I felt it in my body. I know how I numbed myself up as a teenager. Anyway, I've gone through quite a few grief experiences with different people and different walks, um, all kinds, all kinds, um, suicides, uh, um, everything. Um, anyway, so I'm a cognitive behavioral therapist. Um, that is my training. But because of all this trauma and learning, and I'm, I'm always, I love podcasts, and I utilize it in my um, in my practice. I am the owner of Through the Valley Therapy. Of course, you see why it's called Through the Valley, right? Because you can't go around it, and you can't go over it, and you can't run from it. You have to go through it, and you have to understand The mindfulness of it at the same time, you know, having tools for it. I try my best to learn because each human being that does go through grief, it's their unique experience. And not everything I have, the tools are going to help everybody the same way. So it's for me, I love to empower my clients, um, the connection to the creator and to self. And to understand that they have a purpose in all of this, even at that time when they don't realize it. Because I know a lot of them say, I hate that. There's a purpose for it. And they're right. Like at that time they don't need to hear that. I I love Sharon so much. And I am so grateful she's doing this because I have a lot of clients that don't have community and they don't have the resources. And I'm only one person that meets one hour a week sometimes if they're able to even function to get out of bed because grief hits every cell, every cell of your body. If you're listening to my voice right now, please understand that you're suffering. it, It sucks, but you're not alone you're not. And this is why Sharon did this. And this is why I jumped on board because I just want to be a tool of service for those that need help.
0: Diana, I just want to thank you for sharing your heart there. And, um, this is just a reminder of why Diana is going to be in a reoccurring guest in our show, um, providing therapeutic tools and methods, uh, to see us heal through our grief and to rediscover who we are in this beautiful, ugly. So I was jotting down what I'd hope for our listeners to receive from this podcast, and I'm reading this book. Well, I've been reading David Kessler's book, Finding Meaning, for over a year and uh, a month now because it's such a resource that I keep going back to and we'll share them in the show notes for sure. But inside of his book, he says, the relationship doesn't end just because they died. It just changes the relationship. And so therefore, it changes us. And that's when we have to find meaning through our grief. And so my heart for and the purpose for this podcast and what I want every listener to take away from this is that that we all have the shared experience.'re we're, we're in this together, and that we will find meaning, like I said in this beautiful, ugly. The other thing is that even though that we're not the same person that we once were, we can move forward in discovering the what now and who we are now. And like Diana mentioned, the purpose why we're still here, and that we're not alone, you, I, every listener, and that if you take away just one small tip each time that you listen, I think that's a win, and take that and then help somebody else. That's a home run for me. So as we find healing, we're helping others. And so it's kind of like this podcast, right? I'm I'm the one that found that, oh my gosh, I feel like this. And, oh, there's got to be other people that feel like me. So how can I help others find their way, find their meaning in this? So Deb, what about you? What would you want our listeners to take away?
1: What I would want our listeners to take away with is you will get through it. I love the name of your business, Diana. That is, nobody likes being in the valley, but there is beauty in the valley when you really look around. And even though it, I say grief sucks, um, it, it is, you know, probably the emotion that I most don't like to experience. But in life, it's just inevitable. There is light at the end of the tunnel. That's what I want to encourage people through. I know that you feel like you may be at that place where you feel like you're in a tunnel and there is no light, but there is light at the end of the tunnel. And there can be light in the tunnel, actually. One of the things that helped me that I can, and Sharon mentioned the book by Dr. David Kessler. I also, very rec- very soon after my mother passed away, I found the book called Grieving the Loss of a Mother. We'll put it in the show notes. This guy lost his mom older in life. And, and there's a tendency for people to say, Oh, that was really great. She was 90 years old. She lived a long life. I don't care. I still miss her. You know, I don't, yes, thank God she lived to 90, but she, it still hurts just as much. And so that book just related to me. So I would encourage, you know, find a good book that you can relate to that will speak to you, that will help you heal. Find a good person to help you heal, but realize you will get through you will experience joy again. You will be able to talk about them maybe without crying. You, you get used to life without them and you will get through it. So how about you, Diana? As a therapist, what would you like for our listeners to get from this podcast?
2: Well, I hope to provide uh, down-to-earth applicable instruments that can be utilized no matter who is listening. Because I, I work with young you know, teenagers and that lost their mother to covid or cancer. And they're not going to pick up books because I work in the inner city and in urban. So I try to find videos. I do a lot of rap therapy. I do a lot of different or music therapy or even art with us. So I would love to, to just our listeners know, I think from all three of us that you're going to have a wide range of tools and how Sharon said, you know, pick up one. If you could just learn to breathe for two minutes and breathe through the pain and not just get stuck in it, that, that you, you will be able to survive and become that survivor. And, um, and with, when, once you get through the valley and hopefully you'll experience a couple of mountaintops <laughs> again, that you'll be able to help the other person behind you that's going through it. Because we're, we're meant to be in community, everybody. We are meant to be together together. And um, I just want people to know that this podcast is a, going to be a very unique experience for all walks and all ages and, and from all places. And if not, let us know. Like that's the, the beauty I could tell. I just met Dr. Deb, but I could tell her open mindedness and her heart that, she, that and I know Sharon And I know me. So it's like we are all learning together. We might have some wisdom and experience and tools because we studied these things. But at the same time, you might have something, listener, that
0: can help us. So, yeah, I love that. I love that, Diana. And I wanted to chime in there before we ended that Diana will probably reoccurring with us in that creator space segments that we we'll release in our podcast. Um, I think we're gearing up for a launch in May and uh, bringing in guests that uh, have used their different types of artistry for therapy. So yeah, looking forward to that.
1: Well, friends, we have an incredible lineup of speakers for you and episodes coming up with amazing guests that are going to be able to really share from different fields of and, and walks of life And they're going to be excited to share their own personal stories, their own personal triumphs. They're going to bring uh, help and support to help you through this journey, because that is our passion and purpose is to really let you know that you are not alone. We are here with you on this journey, and we are here to support and encourage you in every single way we can. So so please uh, come back often. We also have a Facebook page, so please go to This Beautiful Ugly on the Facebook page, and join the group. We will be there to encourage and support and provide resources on there as well, so you want to make sure and do that. And we we just really want you to know that you are not alone. We are with you. We hear you. We feel you. We see you. And we appreciate you so much. So thank you for tuning in to our first
0: episode. Thanks for listening to This Beautiful Ugly. This episode was sponsored by Bud and Bloom Co., a nonprofit serving at-risk communities, and Pure Light Health, offering holistic solutions to help you heal and thrive since 1999. This podcast is produced by Creator Space. Auto production and editing is done by me, Cher Stevenson. If you like this podcast, tell a friend. Well, tell all your friends. And please remember to follow rate, and review, that would be great.